All right. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh, everyone. Welcome to Utah Muslims Podcast. I'm your host, Talha Malik. Today, we have an interesting topic where we are going to be talking about masculinity. Yes, your favorite subject. If all of you guys like masculinity, we're talking about men, right? How do boys become men? You know, you know what I'm saying? So, right. The, the thing is that there's a lot of, you know, controversy going on with what is actually masculinity who, what actually defines a man. And it's very, you know, in these days, you know, it's very, very like diverse from what Islam is trying to portray. And so our question to you guys is, well, we need to figure out what does Islam say about masculinity? What does the Quran say? What does Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the creator of masculinity, what does he say? I'm going to start you guys off with uh, a quote from uh, Umar bin Khattab anhu, one of the most masculine men, I would say, in, in history, actually. Of course, the prophets come first. And also, Nabi sallallahu is probably the most masculine. And then we have the, the Sahaba. The Sahaba are pretty masculine. They're very masculine people. Okay. They're very man. They have manhood. And so, Umar anhu, may Allah be pleased with him, said that the foundation of a man is his intellect. His honor is his is in his religion, and his manhood is in his character. That's very very deep. I'll I'll say it one more time. The foundation of a man is 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 his intellect. The honor, or his honor, is in his religion, and his manhood is in his character. And this source is from Adab Al Dunya Wal Din uh, seventeen, and is uh, uh, Al Mawardi reported this uh, this this saying from. Uh, from Umar bin Khattab So kind of just breaking it down Just to start you guys off The foundation of a man is his intellect That means that A man is supposed to go out there and gain knowledge A man is supposed to go out there And you know like what If if, I, if you were to ask me what that means and, and you know think about it by yourself As you were listening to this podcast what do, you th what do you think about this That the foundation of a man is his intellect It's very deep by the way But it is the fact that the man can use his aql His aql in order to Get around things right In order to, to uh, You know work hard In his society and work hard in Whatever he's doing right It's his intellect to, to you know Be wise right and you know we you cannot be with you cannot be wise without intellect, right? You need intellect, and you need intelligence, right? So being intelligent is part of being a man, meaning that that means what that what does that mean for us men is that we should be out there seeking more knowledge, right? That's a manly thing to seek knowledge and to improve ourselves and to become more wise because we increase our intellect, right, and our strategies. So that means we could also do different practices that can give us intellect. Right. We could do sports, sports itself or even, you know, working out at the gym, different things of that, like that. And also you could do chess, checkers, whatever different strategy game you have or even Sudoku. These different intellect games can increase a man in his intellect. Right. And so intellect is very important. The brains. Right. This is something Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gave us. He gave us a brain and our job is to use this brain and increase the knowledge that we have so that we can become more successful and act upon the knowledge. I pray Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala makes me accountable first to act upon the knowledge that I spread and uh, in whatever I do. I mean, and may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make us all of those who, who, you know, say whatever we say to people, we do the same thing. I mean, it's not just that we just say and we don't do it. Right. So that's very important. The second part of this beautiful 
saying from Umar who is his honor is in his religion. And that's so deep because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says inside the Quran, right? Izza is for Allah, and in an extension, it's to the Rasul and also to the believers, right? SubhanAllah. Why is that the case? Why is Izza, why is honor from um, a man's religion, right? Or from Islam? The reason is because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has honored Muslims. He's honored, right? He, he's honored the children of Adam. He's honored us. And his honor, he's the creator of honor. And he's the source of honor. His, only honor belongs to him. And so we seek honor through him by praying. Right? You see? And, and why is that? Because only we need to seek honor from him. Because people, no matter how much they try, they can try to honor you. They can try to give you dignity and respect. But at the end of the day, people are not perfect. Allah Azza wa is perfect. And out of his perfection, he is giving you perfect honor. You see, that's so powerful in itself. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is giving you honor. He honors his slave. He honors the one who is the abd, you know, the slave. Because the slave comes and says, in prayer. He says, only we enslave ourselves to you. So when you enslave yourself to Allah, you're not a slave of people. You're not a slave of fashion. You're not a slave to the society. You're only a slave to Allah. And that's so powerful. Because then you have honor. You have that honor from Allah Azza wa Jal, that you are a slave of Him. Being a slave of Allah, you think that being a slave is the most lowest of the low. Being a slave of Allah is the highest ranking position you could have. SubhanAllah. Such a high rank. So if we go back, we have increased knowledge and, and the foundation of a man is his intellect. His honor is his religion, his deen, right? His honor is, in, is inside his religion. My bad. His honor is in... His religion, right? It's inside of it. That is what a man needs to make sure that he he portrays in himself, that he that he practices his religion and realizes that this religion is perfect and that he gets honor. He doesn't need honor from people. He needs honor from Allah only because honor only belongs to him, right? So, and then he says, and his manhood is in his character, subhanAllah. The way how he portrays himself is through his character, his beautiful, beautiful character. And what that means is that our job as men is that we need to increase ourselves in good character. We need to increase ourselves in being, you know, good to others, helping others, you know, being hardworking. The thing that, uh, you know, that really blew my mind is, you know, Khabib, he's, he, I'll tell you in a just form, Khabib Nurmagomedov, one of, I, I'd say really manly uh, role model for Muslims. You know, he said that that you know that the non-believers they're not going to look at the books, they're not going to read the books and and all of that. They're going to read you. They're going to read you and me, right? So our character is so important. That is part of manhood. That's part of being masculine is to increase ourselves in good character, right? And to increase ourselves in character that is that is that is beautiful, right? Husnul khulq, husnul right? The the beautiful character. And, and, and this is the, the character of Nabi Sallallahu that we can follow and then we can become more manly, inshallah. So there are some Quran ayahs that we can that we can talk about that actually also do talk about manliness. Allah Azza wa says inside Surah Al-Ahzab, Ayah 23, He says, There are rijal, true men among the believers who honored their pledge to God. Some of them have fulfilled it by death and some are still waiting. They have not changed 
in the least, subhanAllah. The thing with a man is that a man does not give up. That, that's what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is trying to say in this ayah. That and not, He's not trying, but he actually is saying that one of the lessons I'm getting from this is that that, that they have not changed in the least, that they are have thabat, they have firmness on the faith. That is manliness, being firm and not giving up on Allah Azza wa Jal. That right there is a manly character, characteristic, right? And, and having a pledge to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, right? La ilaha illallah, we are Muslim and we are living by Islam. Living by Islam is a manly thing. Some have, and then he says, some have fulfilled it by death, right? Some have become martyrs, right? And some are some are still waiting. So, again, the manly thing is to stay firm on the faith, right? Stay firm in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Stay, stay firm with Him, right? Stay firm believing Him. And stay firm on the straight path. I pray Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala guides us all to the straight path. I mean, And then there's another ayah in Surah An-Nur. Ayah 37, Allah azza wa says, Rijal, true men who are not distracted either by commerce or profit from remembering Allah, keeping up the prayer and paying the prescribed alms or, you know, zakat. And, and last but not least, fearing a day when hearts and eyes will turn over. This is These are several characteristics of a true man. A true man, Rijal. He says they're not distracted by commerce or profit from remembering Allah. Like you know, if if you know the, the, you have a business, and you, you know in this business you you're you know you're selling, you're trading, you know you're buying everything, then you hear the adhan, it says Allahu Akbar, Allahu Akbar, and then you're like, oh, okay, hey guys, we need to close the shop, we need to close the shop for prayer. That's what a true man would do, because a true man realizes that his provision is only from Allah, his because Allah Subhanahu wa Taala is Ar Razaq. It's not for him. It's from Allah Azza wa Jal. So whatever sales and whatever commerce he gets is from Allah. So go back to the to the creator of commerce. Go back to the creator of profits. And you will be successful in your business because you're being thankful to Allah that he gave you this. And you're not saying that, oh, this money came from me, right? And then the other thing we have is that, is that you know, they're not distracted from uh, commerce or profit, from remembering Allah. Right and keeping up the prayer, prayer they, they will pray even if the you know there's some business deal some going on you know it's commerce profit whatever, they're still gonna go and pray on time right they're still gonna pray, and also paying zakat right some businessmen may be like oh you know I, I'm too rich I don't think I need to give anything to anyone like you know I just let me just keep this to myself their money their commerce their profit does not distract them from giving zakat especially to the poor because zakat is a as a pillar of islam so if you're not if you're not doing that <laughs> well this is this is a part of being a man is to pay your zakat is to establish your prayer right and don't get distracted by commerce and trade that's what a real real man will do he will not get distracted by the world when it is time for uh putting efforts into the akhirah right and then the last but not least Fearing a day, that this is what men do. Fearing a day when hearts and eyes will turn over, right? They know that commerce and profit is just temporary. Imagine if, you know, the thought that comes in their mind is that, you know, what if I die while I'm doing, it's time for prayer, but I am, you know, instead doing commerce, I'm, I'm doing business deals. You know, they might feel guilty in the They should feel guilty in the inside that it's time for prayer, but I'm still doing business transactions, Right, and they should not be doing business transactions because it is time for prayer, and and they have that thing inside of them that tells them, 
hey guys, you know, you know, actually, I feel like, you know, what if I die at this moment while I'm doing this business transaction? What if I die? Right. And so they have that fear of Allah. Because imagine if you go back to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in a state that you are more focused on the world than the, than the hereafter. What are you going to say to Allah? What excuse can you say to him? Yeah, I, I was just trying to trade for money. You know, I was trying to get some money. Uh, I, I did hear the adhan, but like, I didn't want to do it. You're going to really say that to Allah? And at the end of the day, that money is temporary. You're not going to take it to your grave. Right? SubhanAllah. So a real man knows with his intellect, just like Umar who said, the intellect, right? That he uses his intellect to realize that this life is only temporary and that the hereafter is what we should be striving for. All of the things we have in this life, money, wealth, children, all of this, it's just temporary. It's just a means. It's just mata'a, right? Umar hayat dunya illa mata'ul right? But the real thing is that what we use, what good we can do with this is that we can use these means like money, wealth, children to do good deeds, right? So then, okay, you know, it's time for prayer. You pray. And then afterwards, what you do is that you, you know, you go back to your business, right? Then you go back to your business and you do, do your transactions. It's not that big of a deal. And your transaction, it should be halal, inshallah. You're, you know, actually not. You're, you're, may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make our transactions that we do in business halal. should all be halal income. I mean, and then... The, the next ayah that we have that talks about masculinity or about being a man is that uh, it says over here in Surah Tawbah, ayah 108, Prophet, you should rather pray in a mosque founded from its first day on consciousness of God. In this mosque, there are men, Rijal, who desire to grow in purity. And God loves those who seek to purify themselves, right? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala loves those who purify themselves. And so another part of being a man is that you should love to grow in purity. You should love to become more pure, right? You know, what happens is that when we're too much fulfilled, filled up with, you know, things from the dunya, like, you know, our, our studies, our, you know, and studies can be are a good deal also. You're doing it for the sake of Allah. You're trying to do it so that you can make a means of money, inshallah, with your degree, right? Again, it's, it's like all a good deed. But again, if it becomes so distracting that it distracts you from actually praying on time and all that, right? Then it's not good. And it's going to leave, you know, in whatever sin you do, you know, sins will leave like a black dot inside of your heart. Right? It'll leave that wrong, that, that black heart, that black dot inside of your heart, right? And so what you need to do is when you have these a bunch of black dots, you need to make sure you purify yourself. You purify your soul. And you can do that through the Quran, going to the mosque and praying. And, you know, doing different things like zikr that can really purify that heart. Saying istighfar constantly, right? And Allah, what does He do? What He loves those who purify themselves. So part of being a man is that you need to make sure that you love to become pure. You love to purify your soul. He loves that. And even, you know, for me personally, let's just, I'm going to just talk about a personal experience. With, with uh, purity, you know, you have two types. You have the, the spirit, purity of the soul, but you also have purity of the body. And purity of the body is that, you know, you are taking care of your body, right? You know, there's, there's just that feeling. If you have, you know, you've played a lot of sports, you know, you play basketball. After you play basketball, you just feel really, really good. You feel very, like, relaxed. You feel calm. You know, you feel like your body's like, you know, like, like you know, just feels so good, you know, and it just feels purified, right? 
The same thing is with your soul, right? You do a lot of Quran, you do a lot of reading, you do a lot of, you know, watch some lecture or something to purify yourself. Remember Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And then what happens is that you, your soul even get becomes purified. So then when your soul and your body become purified, your soul, you, you become very satisfied. Right? And so that is a really beautiful state to get to. And that, my friends, is what a man should get to, should strive to get to, is having is having satisfaction with his dunya, with his worldly body, but then also having satisfaction with his soul. I mean, that is having a strong soul, strong ruh, and having a strong body. That is what we need to try to get to, inshallah. And that's what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala loves those who purify themselves. SubhanAllah. You know, you might be doing some sins, but then you say istighfar, and then you don't do those sins again. He loves it when you do that. He loves you when you purify yourself. And then as we keep on going, you know, these three ayahs in the Quran, they refer to, uh, to the concept of rajul, which means man, and rijal, which also means man, which means rijal means men, and rajul means man. Okay. And the ethical behavior is that is connected to al rajul al kamil. A complete refined man. These ethical attributes and noble characteristics of rujala, masculinity, being these these are kind of like the main ethical, uh, you know, attributes of rujala of masculinity. Let's let's talk about them. The first one is sidq, which means like truthfulness. And subhanallah, look who who has truthfulness. Nabi sallallahu And why is sidq such a manly thing? Because sidq. You know, sidq is, is, is something like, you know, truthfulness, something that's going to take you far in life, right? If you're always lying, no one's going to like you. No one's going to want to be with you. No one's going to want to be friends with you. No one's going to want to make deals with you. But if you tell the truth, even when you did something wrong, you still tell the truth. SubhanAllah. SubhanAllah. You are such a beautiful human being. And you will feel so good from the inside. And that is what a real man does. A man takes risks. And it is a risk, of course. It's not easy to do these things. But when you do it, you become so, you become strong, right? You know, a man is supposed to be strong. You become so strong when you become truthful. That's why Nabi Wasallam's like nickname was As-Sadiq Al-Ameen. And that was his nickname even before revelation came. SubhanAllah. And so, you know, then he also, also Sharaf, honor. Right, honor is something a masculine man wants and a masculine man must have. And where can we receive honor? Even if the entire world were to come together and be dishonorable to us, but Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala honored us, then we are honored. But if the entire world came together and was honored with us, or honored us, but Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala was not honored with us, did not honor us, then we're not honored, right? Where he's, if he's pleased with us, that's all that matters. If he's displeased with us, then we got to really think about that. It doesn't matter if people are or people aren't. When you, like, I'll tell you uh, in short terms, when you try to seek the pleasure of Allah, then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will be pleased with you. And also the right people whom Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wants will be pleased with you too. You get what I'm saying? And so the next thing we have about rujala, about masculinity is also self-restraint. You know, this is the hardest one. Really, this is the hardest one. You want to give up. You want to just go and, you know, eat that junk food. You want to do this. You want to do that. Self-restraint. Restraining yourself as a man from doing those horrible, evil deeds. What happens? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Right? For the one who, fe who fears standing up in front of his Lord and... And stays away from the desires. 
You have Jannah. That's your, that, you know, for anyone who is facing hardships with self-restraint, with, you know, controlling your nafs, controlling your desires, just remember, when you, if you control it, you will get Jannah. And in Jannah, you can have whatever you want. You can fulfill whatever desire. And there's many more to go. But, but you know, uh, a question that arises that, like, you know, which, which one do I have personally? Which of these, you know, uh, things that I have, you know, and they're all very beautiful. I'll give you just a list. So Siddiq, Sharaf, self-restraint, tenacity, inward piety, reverence, dev uh, devotion, charity, consciousness, focus, resilience, purity, and guardianship. These are all beautiful, beautiful characteristics of rujala, of masculinity. That I think that we definitely, as men, we need to definitely step up our game and work on these. And, and consciousness is taqwa, right? Taqwa, fearing God, right? And focus is like, focus is also an important thing because uh, masculine and men who, have, who are masculine, elite men, Will not be will not be procrastinating. It's very hard. I pray Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala makes it easy for all of us to not procrastinate. I mean, but you know, not and you know, self-restraint, you know, you feel like giving up, but you don't, but you know, you need something that is gonna make you keep on going. The, the best thing to do is Allah Azza He says, Don't lose hope in the Rahmah of Allah. A real man will not lose hope in the Rahmah of Allah. A real man, a real Muslim man, right? And so, anyways, as we keep on going, you know, there, there's another, you know, uh, incident with Ali ibn Abi Talib, anhu. And basically what happened is that uh, Ibn Marzuban reported, Ali ibn Abi Talib, anhu, may Allah be pleased with him, passed by some people who were talking. And Ali said, what are you doing? They said, we are discussing manhood. And Ali said, has not Allah Almighty sufficed you? In his book, wherein he said, Verily Allah commands justice and excellence. Right? It says over here, Inna Allaha Right? That verily Allah commands justice and excellence. Khalas. That's manliness. That's masculinity. That's manhood. Right? Justice, it says over here then, justice is to have a sense of fairness and excellence is to prefer others to yourself. What remains of manhood after this? That basically sums it up. Very, very beautiful thing by Ali ibn Abi Talib. The first thing is justice, right? A real man will give justice. Right? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wants us to do adl, have justice, right? You know, justice between people. You know, be just. If there's a fight going on, then you give both sides their opportunity to speak about, about what, they, what they're going through. And then you make the just decision, right? You don't just be one-sided. Right, and you don't assume things about other people. You give them their justice by having good thinking, right? And then the other thing is excellence. Ihsan, ihsan is like excellence, right? Uh, preferring your others to yourself, right? Meaning that you will go even that you, even though you have to do something, you and you know someone needs your help, you will go out of your way and you will help that person. That is manliness. That is something you know a bunch of our Muslim dads have. You know, they, they have to do things. But what they do is they go out of their way and they help us. You know, subhanAllah. This is especially for my dad. And, you know, he shout out to him if he's listening. But that's real excellence. Ihsan. Adl, having justice and Ihsan. Being someone who is who is, who is is excellent, right? Uh, adl is justice and Ihsan is excellence, right? May Allah make us of those who have both of these qualities. I mean, that's real manhood.
That's real manhood. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala puts, puts it right there in the Quran for us, right? And so then uh, the last thing we can say, you know, in this beautiful talk about, about masculinity is that, you know, one of the most important, and I'm reading off of this beautiful website. Uh, I think I will, uh, it's called Abu, uh, let's see. It's called Abu, Abu Amina Elias, Abu Amina Elias. Com. So it has very beautiful things. But anyways, what happens is that is also said over here, one of the most important characteristics of a true Muslim man is the ability to forgive others even when the opportunity for revenge is available. That is real manlyhood. SubhanAllah. This is what our Nabi Sallallahu did, right? And that I talk about this with my brother in, my, in the last podcast, right? That how, you know, that after all the things that Nabi Sallallahu faced, he still forgave the Quraysh. He still forgave them when the Quraysh were at his mercy, right? He still forgave them. That is real manhood. That's really what a man uh, should do, right? And this quality of compassion stands diametrically opposed to false belief of the alpha male as domineering and vengeful, right? And you know, in our society, we think that a man is someone who is arrogant. A man is someone who, you know, walks up like, hey, yeah, yeah, I'm the big man. Yeah, you should be fearful of me. And like an arrogant, proud person. That's not what a real man is. Or alpha male or giga chad. You know, the real man is the one when he will forgive that person, even if he could give revenge. Even if he, if the, if he has the availability of doing revenge, he will still forgive them. That's what a real man will do, subhanAllah. Uh, and this is what our Nabi sallallahu once again, like I said, he did this. Ibn Marzuban reported, it was said to Abu Sufyan ibn Uyayna, may Allah have mercy on him. All things are derived from, from the Quran. So where is manhood in it? And Sufyan said, in the saying of Allah Almighty, show forgiveness, enjoin good, and turn away from the arrogant, ignorant. Right? Khudil afwa, this is beautiful. He says, show forgiveness, enjoin good, and turn away from the ignorant. SubhanAllah. This is real. This is another, another SubhanAllah, beautiful thing about masculinity. Is that a masculine man, a person of manhood, will show forgiveness to people. Even if people wrong him, he will still forgive them because he's he's the higher person. He has he has strong, strong belief in Allah that if he forgives them, then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will forgive him. SubhanAllah. But also enjoining good, orf, right? Good, goodness, right? Doing good and turning away from the ignorant. Whoever you know is saying stuff to him. Whatever you're, you know, they're, you know, they're saying in the comment section on YouTube, whatever, he'll forgive them and he'll turn, he'll turn away from that. He'll turn away whatever is ignorant, whoever is ignorant, and whatever thing is ignorant, he will turn away from it. If society is doing something ignorant, he will turn away from it. Just like Ibrahim salam, another masculine, masculine prophet, subhanAllah. The thing with a masculine man, another thing that I want to say before I end this off is that a masculine man will put his trust in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala like a man will a, man, a real man will, will put his trust in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala just like Ibrahim did before he got thrown into the fire and then what happened the fire became cool he came out and he and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala saved his life a real man will have deep deep trust in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala 
The last thing I wanted to say is uh, is this, this beautiful thing right here. Al-Mada, in the report, it was said to Ahnaf bin Ibn Qais, may Allah have mercy on him, what is manhood? And Ahnaf said, forbearance at a time of anger and forgiveness at a time of power. Wow. Such a beautiful, beautiful, wow. I'm going to read that again. Forbearance at a time of anger and forgiveness at a time of power. These, you know, Islam just, wow, I'm just so, this religion is so beautiful, man. This religion is so beautiful. Like, the, the values that we just talked about today are so incredible that if men had these values, they would be way better men. Society would, would be much better. And even the females would be so much happier that their men are like this. Literally, I, I, I could literally bet on that, right? Forbearance at a time of anger. When you were angry, you could do whatever you want. You could rage. You could say whatever you want. But you decide to just... Al-hilmu عند الغضب والعفو عند Right? Subhanallah. Subhanallah. Right? You could go out there and you could be angry. You could you could open your mouth and fire will come out. And whatever you'll say is horrible. But you decide to put yourself, you know, right? It says in the Quran, that, you know, restraining that anger. And then the, the biggest thing, and forgiveness at a time of power. Again, what Nabi Sallallahu did. Again, what he did. He had the more Muslims. He had more power, but did he did he kill the Quraysh? No, he at the, at that point he just forgave them. He just forgave them. Subhanallah. That is what we need to have, my brothers, sisters, whoever's watching. And these values are really what an essence of of a man should have. A man should have these values and should portray them. And and I pray Allah Subhanahu wa Taala makes us of those who have all these values inside of our lives, especially for us men. I mean. For women, and, and the same thing is for women, really. These are all really beautiful things. Even I think women can benefit from, especially the, you know, the, uh, you know, but I think that women don't have that much of a problem, you know, with, you know, they can forgive, you know, they can, they can uh, deal with the situations better, I feel like, emotionally. Like us men, we're going to like go out there and we're going to like beam our emotions. We're going to become so angry. We're going to break something. We're going to. Uh, hit someone, stuff like that, right? Women, they they might cry, they might, you know, take their, you know, emotions in, in a different way. But men, we'll, we'll go out and we'll do something crazy. So the biggest thing for a man that I would say just, just as, as a takeaway is restraining yourself from evil and restraining yourself from, from giving up and restraining yourself from, from doing bad. That is the hardest thing a man can do. And restraining yourself, and, and, you know, restraining yourself from, uh, you know, like, you know, uh, actually not even restraining, I would say being goal oriented and focused, one of the hardest things a man can do, because it's not easy to stay motivated, you know, but you just have to have discipline. And I tell all the men who are watching this right now, yo, we need to step up that game of discipline. That is something that we need to do. But it's not just that. It is the real fact is, bro, that we need to make sure that we forgive others. The real fact is that we restrain our anger. Or we would control our emotions, right? When the time is needed mm -hmm. to control emotions. So that, my brothers and sisters, is masculinity in Islam. Just a little bit, some Quran ayahs, some you know sayings by Umar bin Khattab, and some others. 
and, and some beautiful things. And all I can say, man, is that Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, his seerah and his life is the real life of a masculine, masculine man. That is a life that we have to follow. So I pray Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala makes, makes us men who are strong Muslim men. I mean, and I, I love the fact that, you know, Allah is with us. He's listening also to this beautiful conversation. I pray Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala makes us of those who, who, are, who don't, you know, lose hope in Him and make us more masculine, uh, you know, man, uh, men with manhood in Islam and, and men who can benefit from the beautiful masculine character of Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Nabi Sallallahu could have used his power, but he decided to be, uh, to restrain his emotions and to control himself and, and, and forgive, right? Forgive others for whatever they did. Other than that, I thank you all for coming today. ربنا آتينا في الدنيا حسنة وفي الآخرة حسنة وقينا عذاب النار آمين. May Allah make us true men in Islam. رجال آمين. May Allah forgive us for all of our sins. آمين. May Allah سبحانه وتعالى grant us all jannah and firdaus ala. آمين. ربنا هب لنا من أزواجنا وذرياتنا قرة عين وجعلنا للمتقين إماما. استغفر الله استغفر الله استغفر الله. Thank you so much for everyone listening. Thank you and جزاك الله خير. السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته.